All right, so welcome everybody to the new season of Late Night Bites with Oris, where we talk about everything tech, gaming, uh, and everything in between. I'm your host, James, and today we have a very special guest, a very close friend of mine. He is uh, probably one of the most popular people uh, and has the most popular community in the world if you're in the PC uh, gaming space or just PC industry space in general. He's the founder of PC Master Race. Everyone, I want to welcome Pedro from PCMR. Pedro, how are you doing today? Hey, James. I'm doing great. It's so good to, to be here to talk to you and to talk to everyone who's listening to us right now from, from the comfort of their uh, homes during these uh, very special <laughs> times we're living in. Yes, from the comfort of their own gaming PC. I don't know about you, but over here, it's been a little bit chilly, of course, not as chilly as, you know, some other parts of the world, but I use my PC as like a sub heater for my feet. <laughs> it, it puts up so <laughs> Let much. Let me guess, heat. you're mining. So you're, you're mining and it hits, hits your, your room. <laughs> no, no, I'm, uh, I'm just running Google yeah. Chrome. That's all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's not uh, very hot. Just, just ramming. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, so thanks for coming on. It's something that I, I really wanted to have you on uh, last year, but uh, you know, I think wanted to just grow the podcast a little bit and um, get some new, new flesh, fresh blood in uh, in the in the podcast hot seat. But um, I think you were actually one of the most requested people that um, people wanted to hear and listen about. So really glad we can have you on. Oh, I'm honored. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so uh, I guess why don't you go ahead and just introduce your audience for, for people out there who are living under a rock and may not know what PCMR is or or uh, who you are. That's one of the beautiful things about PCMR is that people don't really need to know who I am because it's, it's just about love for PCs, you know? Like people aren't... Uh, necessarily important it's the pc that is important and pcmr is a community that uh i feel expresses that genuine uh, passion for for pcs not the ownership that is something different because a lot of people have a lot of passion for pcs a lot of interest in pcs but for some reason they do not own one or or it, it could be because they cannot currently afford one it could be because it just doesn't make sense for their lifestyle a lot of people are are moving around a lot, so a desktop PC might not be the best option. There are other options, of course, like laptops or other devices. But I think that's the beautiful thing about PCMR. It's it's the fact that uh, you are uh, someone who who loves PCs, so you're part of the community if you want to be part of the community. And this is a community that has been has existed in one way or another for many years, of course. The community, uh, the the one that I have created, uh, was born in the subreddit. Uh, and that was that was uh, made in 2011. So that's it's turning 10 years next month, actually. And we've um, crossed over to a lot of social media, a lot of uh, internet digital projects, and uh, of course, our uh, goal is to spread the good word of of PC, of yes. PC tech, PC tech, of PC gaming, and uh, sharing a bit of uh, make it, creating a place where people can have fun but also can learn a lot you know there i, I always felt that there are uh, there are places that are very serious about how they interact with uh, with the pcs and with technology and other places that are strictly just for memes for fun and i think pcmr is like the best of both worlds you know like family you're not exclusively just doing fun stuff with your family and you're not exclusively 
hopefully just doing uh, serious stuff with them. You share everything. And I think PC Humor is that place for everyone who loves PC. And this is a community that I have built. Hopefully, uh, I hope people people like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I can, you know, attest as, you know, a member of the PC Masteries community um, that it is a very loving and caring community. Pretty much like all of them uh, are, are just so helpful when it comes to just supporting one another as well as even just giving like constructive criticism or cool suggestions to your PC build. Even if you don't have like the best of the best, there's so much love and, and uh, kindness in the PCMR, which is really awesome. Uh, and yeah, we do bond over memes a lot, I feel like, <laughs> but um, it, it's a really cool place to be. So um yeah, if you are definitely aren't a part of that and you do love PC hardware, you are just into the PC uh, industry in, in general, or maybe even if you just like gaming, PC gaming, um, you know, PCMR is definitely a cool place to be. Um, yeah, for sure. And of course, as you mentioned, of course, the vast majority of people are super helpful, super caring. But of course, with uh, every big community, and it's impossible to, to veto people when, when they get in. So of course, if there are a lot of people, there are always going to be people who are less pleasant, but we always try our best to make sure that those people uh, are shown the way out. Because if you <laughs> do not, if you do not, uh, that's the basic, like you have to love PC and you have to... Uh, uh, be respectful to 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 the other members, you know. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. We 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 make sure that uh, we 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 help this type of community spread. The community that loves to to joke around a bit, but it, when when it matters, can also show care and show interest for every part of PC gaming. Because uh, some people have lower end PCs for for a bunch of reasons, uh, financial reasons or. Because it it just makes sense for them for uh, to have them, and um, that's the thing. You don't need a super high spec PC to be a member of the PCMR, and there's a lot of cool stuff about lower end PCs as well, and lower end hard hardware or mid range hardware. I think there's so much stuff uh, going on with PC that you can find a point of interest in pretty much everything, re regardless of uh, hardcore performance or not. You know. Yeah, I really think that actually low-end PC building or low-mid-tier PC building, and I, I don't I don't really know how to, I guess, exactly phrase this, but I feel like there's so much more creativity and freedom there because you have so much more variety of selection to choose from, to do what you please with. I feel like if you just mm -hmm. go with the very high-end, um, well, first off, you know, the way that people stand out, of course, is like custom tubing, maybe a little bit of uh, custom paint or graphics on their case. Um, but on the low end, um, I don't know if this is just me, but actually when I started PC building, um, I would start by, because I think I, like most other people when starting out PC building, um, you know, couldn't really afford a really nice PC. So I went, um, you know, PC part hunting on things like Craigslist or eBay, um, of course, doing my research and just making sure I can get uh, a decent computer component for a decent price, um, especially going, you know, secondhand, um, you know, if computer components are uh, generally treated well, you know, they can last a long time. Um, so, you know, I felt like it was so much more fun to just go out, 
and try and find the best deal or try and find like a really good uh a really good pc hardware um you know maybe like a graphics card or a motherboard for a really good price it was very exciting <laughs> at that time yeah. there's so much stuff to, cool stuff to do with the will with the older or lower spec pcs uh one of the things i love the most is grabbing like a, an older desktop and upgrading it because uh, usually it's it's super cheap and you can can find uh, secondhand parts on eBay mm-hmm. that are that can give you very very decent performance for s- such a low price sometimes you know some um some 7 or 8 year old CPUs are still quite competent for for stuff like even gaming oh, even yeah. gaming mm-hmm. and you can get some very high end uh CPUs from like 7 or 8 years ago for like $30 or $25 on eBay if you it depends on socket and and what we're talking about but that is super possible uh and you can make uh such a competent machine for such a low value that that's one of the things i love the most about uh, about PC oh yes no i completely agree i think the first one i got um was a 20 uh, i think an i5 2500k Mm-hmm. Um, which I got so happy with because I, you know, of course did my research. I was like, wow, this is like, this actually has pretty decent performance for the price. Uh, and then from there I moved over to, I think like the, the 4,000 series that has well. Um, and yeah, it's just, just like you said, even older hardware pieces, just, I, I think this is a, a good message for everyone out there who are, who's just getting in to PC building is that you don't need to have the latest and greatest, um, even older hardware is, mm-hmm. you know, even more capable than you can imagine. Um, and it can do a lot of stuff. I think that 10 series um, is just such a, right now, is such a good uh, bang for buck uh, deal on graphic card. You can get a 1080, I've seen 1080s or 1080s TIs going for maybe like $200, you know? <laughs> and it's crazy because, of course, it's, it's not going to stack up to your 20 series graphic card, but, you know, they're, you know, back in their day, which wasn't even that long ago, you know, I might add, mm-hmm. it's, they were at the top of the line and it still holds well in, you know, pretty much like 90% of the titles you throw at it. Oh yeah, um, for sure. For At lower resolution, slightly lower resolutions, medium uh, graphical fidelity, and you're playing like a boss, every, pretty much everything with a 1080. Yes, yes. And uh, I think one piece of advice I learned um, and have taken to heart seriously uh, from both a a very mutual friend and good friend of ours, Jason Proctor, is that you definitely want to build the PC around the games you're going to play. Don't build it around (laughs) the hardware you want (laughs) because uh, those are two very different things. I'll tell you right now, I did that mistake and bought, not bought, uh, oh yeah, bought components that um, I thought I needed. But when I realized it, it was like, wow, I'm only playing League of Legends Maybe some Team Fortress Two, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was actually the other day I was I was playing Age of Empires Two. Oh really? The, oh my goodness! Definitive edition, and I was like, I have a thirty eighty for Age of Empires Two. I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's the guilty pleasure. It's the guilty. But even pleasure. even ten eighties and stuff like that. It, of course, we we need to realize that not everyone is in America or or Europe or in. In the first world countries, there's a lot of people. Uh, PC gaming is universal. Of course. There are lovers of, of, of PC everywhere on Earth. And some countries, depending on uh, the politics, the financial uh, stability of the country, or even the, the, the legislation, uh, makes it super hard to, to get your hands on, 
on uh, the, the latest hardware. A place like, for instance, I know that in Brazil, for instance, I, I think that it's very hard to, to get a hold because of protectionist regulations. Yes. Uh, so there's a very, very big market of ama an amazing community of enthusiasts there that um, use slightly older hardware and they can still create so, so many cool PCs and, and enjoy games even with uh, with with older hardware. Even something like um, you mentioned the twenty five hundred K, one of your that was your first CPU. Yes. Even today, that CPU I think is probably like what seven or eight years old by now, but it's still super competent. If you pair that with something like an RX four seventy, which is probably super easy to find on secondhand markets. Oh yeah. You can. You can get like a two hundred dollar combo that can play so many games right now. Maybe not Cyberpunk and Max, but nothing can play Cyberpunk and Max. <laughs> yes, trust me. Yes, <laughs> I think we like all know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, it, it, I mean, even again, like you just said, older, older gen PC hardware is just light years of you know. If you're to compare. Uh, PC hardware of that time to like a console version of that time, you will win mm -hmm. every time. Even consoles today, you can still uh, get fairly close. Um, of course, the newer stuff is competing uh, pretty well, but of course, nowhere near as good as what the PC performance <laughs> has been able to offer for years. You know, um, well, just, they're just starting to use SSDs. You know, I'm not saying yeah, since yeah. the late uh, <laughs> since the late nineties, I think there was a period where. Uh... Console gaming really uh, was a step ahead of, of PC for anything that wasn't like a very specific game. The late 80s, of course, the golden age of consoles, the, the early 90s. Mm -hmm. but I think from the late 90s onwards, and especially for the last, I'd say, six or seven years, uh, we're, we've been living in a, the golden age of, of PC gaming and PC enthusiasm. People are getting super, super excited about PC, of course. Stuff like streaming helped a lot because a lot of people are uh, getting a lot of uh, interest in games that streamers are playing, and uh, that's awesome. And uh, I think PC was maybe like what 15 years ago was seen as like a a second choice as as a gaming machine for for the average person. But right now, I think uh, even the most uh, the most um, tech uh, tech uh, and connected people uh, are seeing PC and seeing that it's more than just a work tool. It's an everything tool, you know, it's, it really it's gaming, is. it's work, it's study, it's study, it's for everything. Uh, it's awesome. I think we're living in like the golden age of PC gaming for sure. I really do agree with you. Um, and just the fact that is, uh, it comes in many different forms. You know, you don't have to have a custom built PC. There's laptops out there. Uh, mm -hmm. There's gaming laptops, workhorse laptop, workstation laptops. There's just consumer laptops. Um, all of, you know, them nowadays can run, you know, at least some form of game with, you know, your integrated graphics, or uh, in this case, you know, sometimes AMD includes their uh, Radeon graphics. Um, but yeah, it's just so much more accessible to consumers nowadays. It's it really is the golden age. Um, oh yeah, the, the the AMD APUs from a couple oh, of years ago really oh, yeah. changed the changed the game on what concerns low end and and cheap gaming. They're they're so capable. Integrated GPUs and in, in have have been developing so much lately. You can actually compare like lower end uh, dedicated GPUs from a few years ago. And they're getting smashed by integrated uh, oh, GPUs yeah. of, of nowadays, you know? 
Oh yeah, no, so it's I agree. it's super cool that a lot of people have uh, access to to more games because uh, a few years ago I remember that if you did not have a dedicated GPU on your laptop, you, you don't even bother playing a game, you know, because it wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> you mm -hmm. play with like three FPS. But <laughs> nowadays that's that's not our reality. That's so awesome right now. Yeah, and it's really cool to see how technology is just advancing so fast, faster than consumers can even keep up with because. I kid you not, it's like, you know, uh, let's say AMD or Intel or NVIDIA announces one thing. People are so excited. They buy it. And then you blink. And then the latest technology of... If they're stuck. Yeah. It's like, wow. You know, it's... that. I think that's one of the other things that I also love about old PC hardware is that there's always going to be new and emerging technology that will also be outdated very soon because of just how competitive these tech companies are and how much uh, our money they're putting into R&D is that you can get like what a 20 series right now which is of course not the newest of of the new but you know one year from now they're going to come out with whatever 40 series or Ryzen 6000 you know and mm -hmm. that last gen will still be way more than uh, capable than what you're on right now and it'll be considered quote unquote old hardware um, yeah, I think that's a big con, though, because a lot of people, I, I'm not sure if it's because there's a, a large influx of people coming to PC gaming and PC hardware or people who uh, can only uh, really see the last two or three years of development. But I think most people who have been on the, on the community for a number of years uh, can see that even though there's a new launch, a new product launch, and of course, we are we're PCMR, we want the best. Of course, we want the best. But sometimes we must realize that hey, maybe I don't really need to upgrade because I'm not getting that much more. <laughs> you know, there's a point where it's uh, diminishing returns. And I, I, I've noticed a lot of people on, on social media. I, I think it's a wrong way to look at things when people say stuff like, uh, oh, you have, a, let's say, for, as an example, a Ryzen CPU. You have a 3700X CPU, which is an awesome CPU. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, but uh, there's Ryzen 5 now, uh, 5000 series now. Why don't you get that? I was like, because it doesn't make sense for me in specific. <laughs> Maybe it makes for someone else. But why am I going to buy a CPU to, to, to give me like two FPS more if the only thing I'm doing is playing these three or four games and I'm not doing anything else like rendering or, or streaming? Exactly. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. A lot of people... Not on the PCMR community, I mean in general online. Uh, they like to do this hardware shaming, which I really dislike. I, I feel like uh, uh, we must realize that uh, what makes sense for me does not necessarily make sense for you. And I, that's the beauty of PC. It's the freedom to, yeah, if, if you want to spend the money and if, you have a, if it makes you happy, it's awesome that you can buy the best as soon as it comes out. But... Sometimes it doesn't make sense and that's fine too, you know? Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. Um, just like you said, uh, the beauty about PCMR and just PC building in general is the fact that you're free and you can do literally whatever you want to do with your hardware, uh, what makes mm -hmm. sense with you, uh, with uh, your budget and your needs. Um, and, you know, if that's going with a 1080, then that's going with a 1080. If that's going with a 3090, then that's going with the 3090. It's what you want. It's what you need. Uh, it's what you think that is best for you. So, um, yeah, I do agree that hardware shaming is um, 
is not cool. It's it's uh, if you guys do that, definitely don't. Um, <laughs> I mean, just uh, I guess just appreciate the builds that people have invested their time uh, and effort into building, and appreciate that, um, and appreciate your own build. You know, not everyone has to have sure. the latest and greatest. And I just want to add that it's not just um, the fact that you have higher specs or lower specs. I, I've noticed that a lot of people lately have been uh, engaging and in, 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 uh, in commentary in the sense of like, uh, oh, the way you built your PC is wrong. Uh, of course, there are objectively wrong uh, ways to build. Uh, if, if you're going to use a cooler on your CPU, you have to remove the, the sticker before you, you, you install it, of course. Mm -hmm. But uh, there are ways where you can build and customize your PC that might not be optimal, but work just fine and work great for you. And maybe it's a trade-off, but it's a trade-off that you're making willingly. Stuff like, uh, uh, I'm going to install my cooler in this direction because I like how it looks. Oh, but it's not optimal because if you installed it this other way, it would be one, cent, one, one uh, degree cooler. But you're like, okay, but I prefer this way because it looks better for me. That's what I like. And that's not wrong. If, if you like it, if you know what you're doing, it's not wrong. And a lot of people, I think, are forgetting this part of PC, of PC building. It's the fact that you, the freedom. I think if you could define PC in one word, it would be freedom. You can do you can even be free to be wrong in, in this sense, you know, like this is how I want to build, so this is how I will build, and it works fine for me. Awesome. Uh, there's no point in shaming people for that. If it works, if if they're informed, if they're making a, a an informed decision, it's fine, you know. Yeah, I know, I agree. I really, really do agree. So one thing I did want to talk about with you, and I think a lot of people really are interested in hearing your take on is the gaining rise and popularity of, of PCMR. I know we did touch on it a little bit. What do you think is is making the PC industry just skyrocket right now and PC gaming just skyrocket? Do you think it has to do with COVID or you know, is it some other factor? I think it's it's a perfect storm. What happened, of course, with, uh, with COVID and the fact that we're pretty much all home, hopefully, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, really did uh, help it uh, happen faster. But we've been having a lot of stuff uh, happen uh, throughout uh, the last uh, two or three years that have been really making this PC industry grow. Of course, there's a lot of interest. The young generation, which was previously very interested in, in console gaming, is now looking at PC gaming. Uh, with a lot of interest, and of course that has to do with with streamers uh, playing games that uh, the younger generation likes. That's awesome. And um, of course, when we are more at home, we understand that we are more dependent on technology. And I feel that technology really is the 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 ultimate equalizer right now because it doesn't really matter where you are or where you were born, as long as you have uh, access to a PC with, uh, with internet, of course. And unfortunately, some people, for some people, this is hard, but uh, uh, less than before, uh, gladly. Um, when you have access to a PC with, 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 with internet, you are uh, equalized. You can have access to information, and information is education, and education is power for, for, for everyone. And uh, 
when this happens, when people realize that they need to be connected, when that they need to be digitally present online, I think it only makes it creates a larger market for people to get more interested in PC and and buy, buy more parts and and grow this uh, this great uh, this great community of PC enthusiasts. Of course, this creates other issues like we know what's going on with stock with 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 scalpers mm-hmm. and uh, of course there are other things like mining happening right now that also help increase this interest in in technology and in PCs and sometimes you just need to be grabbed by some part of the of the industry and then you see everything else and you get hooked into it like maybe you're in you started uh Get, you got your PC because you wanted to play Fortnite because your favorite streamer was playing Fortnite. But then you realize there's a bunch of other games that are awesome. And, oh, there's graphics cards. Let me see what that's all about. And you get a lot of love and you learn so much. And I think this has been happening to people all over the world for, for a few years now. And I think it's just a perfect explosion that this COVID situation came in and really made happen uh, even faster. So right now we're... We're living in a period where people look at PCs uh, as much more than just a tool for work, like they did like maybe 10 years ago or 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now it's a tool for everything. It's for you to play games, for you to work, for you to Zoom call your boss. You know, it's uh, it's for everything. I, I think it's beautiful. It is, yeah. Um, and I think one thing to take away um, from that is just try and look at the best thing in a bad situation, you know, and I think the emergence of, of online connection, uh, PC gaming, PC, you know, the love for PC hardware, the increase in interest in PC gaming and PC hardware um, was the the one good thing that came out of, of 2020. One of the good things that came out of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I do agree. But, you know, a lot of people are looking past 2020 now. They're looking at 2021. Um <laughs> I mean, just in your opinion, do you think that these big gaming events, you know, we are seeing some promising stuff, but do you think realistically gaming events will reoccur towards, you know, the the latter half of 2021? Or do you think more so like 2022? I I, I don't, I don't. It's really hard to say. I know. (laughs) I don't think anything will will happen this year. Yeah. So actually today, today, I think I thought I saw a tweet by Linus Mm -hmm. on his tax he was um i don't recall exactly but he was saying that he he didn't want to travel for work uh, for the for the time being or anytime soon oh. and i think a lot of people are are uh, realizing that what we saw as normal just one or two years ago might not be so normal uh, for quite a while you know mm-hmm. i'm not sure uh, of course i've been with you in such amazing events with so many people. We've been together in Boston for PAX and in Seattle for PAX. And the amount of people who were there, the camaraderie and the, the close proximity, physical proximity, I don't think people will, will feel comfortable uh, engaging in something like that for, I would say, a few years maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would target 2023 as maybe the year of... Uh, where things are going to be hopefully back to normal. I hope we can defeat this this evil monster by then. Yes. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. But even if we do, and when we do, I think at least our generation, everyone who is under forty years old or something, uh, will be 
maybe for a few years we'll 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 consider things. Uh, we'll see things in another way as as we did. I miss it in a way. I, I do love uh, events and large crowds, but I know that it's not safe to even think about uh, doing something like that for the time being, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I think uh, the way that Linus feels is, I think a way a lot of people feel is just, you know, everyone mm -hmm. has loved ones at home who are in that kind of high-risk category, whether they're uh, in the age group or maybe um, they're not, uh, their immune system isn't, you know, as healthy as people, you know, 40 and, and, and under. Um, and that's what people are thinking about, you know, just the, the safety of their loved ones. So, yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's kind of, uh, I can't say, you know, it, I, I'm upset or anything, but it is interesting to see that, um, you know, PAX uh, East got announced mm -hmm. for June, although it was something that they did, quote unquote, announce last year. Uh, but mm -hmm. of course, they eventually uh, canceled it. So um, I, I am interested and curious to see how things will go. Um if they do continue to, to do this. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, you know, definitely everyone, we just want to stay home. We want to, to um, try and social distance as much as we can, as often as we can. Um, and well, that's, I think that this is where the PCMR thrives in that home state. <laughs> you know, we were, we were built for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've, we've worked on this all our lives. <laughs> yes. And now it's our time to shine. We will lead the example. <laughs> it's just, uh, there were, there were a few memes in the beginning of the pandemic. They were, were super fun about, Hey, things change because my life is the same and I'm home all day, just as before. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I love the meme where it's like, oh, people talking about like being on their computer for like two hours. And it's like the meme of the the puppet looking forward and then he looks to the side of his eye. Yeah. He's like, Ooh. Ooh, so, uh, yeah, so many hours too. Two yeah, whole hours. Wow, that's <laughs> so much. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, again, it, it will be interesting to see how 2021 uh, and moving forward uh, pans out. I think this is a very interesting year just because this is, in my opinion, going to be like the rebuilding year. Uh, you know, vaccines are coming out and uh, it's just going to be uh, an interesting time to see where things will move from here. But uh, I guess going back over to, you know, on topic on what we were talking about, but I think one question that I've always wanted to ask you that I don't think I've asked you before, and I think many people are curious about is, what is Pedro from PCMR, the guy who created this insane community and and has a you know pretty much like a cult following around it? What is his favorite PC game? <laughs> <laughs> and it could be you know it doesn't have to be for graphics. It could be just you know your favorite nostalgic game, whatever it may be. But if you had to just think of one or maybe two games that have like that special place in your heart, uh, what what would it be? Ooh, ooh, that is very hard. I've been playing I've been playing games on PC in one form or another since the late eighties, actually. Wow. <laughs> so yes, I, this is uh, one of those bullet questions. Uh, whatever one of those things that just first pops into your mind. I would I would say it's a game that I don't think many people in the U.S. will uh, recognize, but pretty much everyone in Europe will, which is uh, Championship Manager. Championship, Championship Manager. Manager. 
Yes. Now they're, uh, I think uh, the team left and they sold the rights to the name to someone else. So now, now, now it's called Football Manager. And it's, uh, it's uh, oh. a game about uh, managing a football team, soccer, uh, football slash soccer, if you're an America team. Yeah. And it's, uh, you don't play the game. You just manage the players. You buy players. You sell players. You take care of training. And it's a game that uh, Championship Manager is a game that uh, I played a lot in the 90s when I was a kid. I remember skipping school just to play Championship <laughs> Manager 2. And it was awesome for, for a kid who loved football. Nowadays, I don't really like football or soccer as much as I did. But uh, I used to love it. And uh, playing that game when I, I could, when, when I had access to a PC, because I, I didn't always have, own a PC. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I could get access to it, it was just one of those games that I could play all day, all night, and just be hooked to it. Wow. So I, I would say Championship Manager 2 is probably... If I had to choose one game to represent my my love for PC, would be Championship Manager Two. I think the game is from '96 or something like that. '96. Oh man! All so. right, all right. So, <laughs> so, but, so there's so many. I mean, oh, right yeah. now I've been playing uh, I've been playing Warzone and uh, mm-hmm. Age of Empires Two. Those are the two games that I've been playing the most right now. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Actually, actually, that was gonna be uh, my next question. Okay. So what? would be your probably go-to or favorite game that you would say is in more recent time, maybe uh, 2013 and up, 2013 to present day in the past like seven years, uh, I would say is a, a pretty decent time frame. What would you say would be like your, your I don't know about number one, but one of your all-time favorite games that's a, that's a quote-unquote recent release? That's, ooh, that's, also very complicated. <laughs> I'm a very. I, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of. I don't play games for long. You know. Ah, okay. I usually have like uh, six month periods where I play a lot of one game, then move on. Of course. I, I think I have over a thousand hours of League of Legends, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> just like me, just like I think a lot of people out there. <laughs> but I haven't played the game in like four years. I see. I see. So you know. Yeah. So uh, right now, I played a bit of Cyberpunk, but I, I stopped playing Cyberpunk. Actually, I just lost a bit of interest. I, I will probably grab it some some sometime soon. Yeah. But right now, since I I like to play with friends, mm-hmm. and uh, Warzone is, is is free and is just like a good pick me pick pick up game for, to to just play with friends and and just have a bit of fun. Uh, I would say the last year or so is it's probably my favorite game for the last year or so. But uh, recently, uh, it's so hard because I play so many the dirt. <laughs> maybe dirt, the dirt rally driving games. Oh, Those dirt rally. Really okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. The rally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Not a big fan of the way they monetize the game, mm. but uh, the simulation component of the game, I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, in 2015 or 16, I think I played a lot of Team Fortress 2, and of course, Team Fortress is TF2, yeah, it's so so good. But then I lost interest, and I'm I'm kind of like that with games. I play for a few months, then I lose complete interest in the game. And I'm happy with that way of living. I'm not a. I don't think you should uh, limit yourself. So you should one game. always try new things. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I love trying new things. I definitely agree with you there. Um, Warzone, um, I just want to bring up is, uh, 
I think one of the best games in terms of like the recent releases because solely because it's a free to play and it's a Call of Duty title. Before you know the Call of Duty title, you always had to pay for it. Warzone, mm-hmm. I think, uh, has gives you the best uh, free to play graphics, the best um, free to play gaming experience, and because it's backed by a large developer. Um, there's so much support behind Warzone. Um, usually the free-to-play games, you know, they'll sometimes they won't garner as much uh support on the back end because it's again a free-to-play. Um, but the fact that it's backed by Activision Blizzard, um, they just get so many updates, um, you know, so many uh, quality of life changes. It's really refreshing to see a, a really good free-to-play game just keep improving and improving. Um and that's well, why yeah, it's a new world because of free to play games of course they make a lot of money in in other ways and probably even more than if it wasn't free to play I, I think the the amount of money something like league of legends makes was insane absolutely insane and people it's it's a new way of looking at things like you don't pay for the game so you have a lot of more people have access but you play for for skins yeah the skins the cosmetics like and to be honest, if you're really into the game and you have that love and passion for the game like League of Legends, then you kind of want to spend a little something something on your account to show that, hey, I'm I'm a hardcore player at this game, you know? And of course that's that's what skins are. Um yeah, and sometimes I, I you know, agree. yeah. But um I think the game I spent the most money on in my entire life was a free to play game. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Hearthstone. I think it was Hearthstone. Another game that I played for like two years and completely gave up on. But I played for two years and I, I think I spent like $200 in, in cards <laughs> for Hearthstone, which is nothing compared to what I hear other people are spending on some free-to-play games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is insane. Yeah, I yeah I know firsthand. Well, not firsthand, but yeah, my brother, he plays... Uh, well, we used to play League of Legends a lot. He still plays a lot. Um, but yeah, he's one of those people where it's like, gotta have the latest skins for league of legends oh i don't i don't play this champion oh but it's a bundle it's a bundle you're getting a deal (laughs) sure i guess guess. but i can see what you say like i agree like if if developers are are creating something that you enjoy and if it's giving you pleasure a lot of hours of 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 comfort of fun oh yeah then um, it's awesome that you you support them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, even if they're big, big as well. Yeah, I know. I, I completely agree. Um, and people yeah, need to eat. They they have to create stuff. They need, <laughs> right. True, people true. need to live, and if it brings you fun, I, I think. And if you can, uh, if you can pay for it, if it gives you fun in return, it's awesome. Just yeah. just only spend what you can. What you spend. can, of course. Make sure you have the the capital to do so. <laughs> um, so I do want to go over and, and avoid free to, uh, and avoid those pay to win things. That that's pay, different. Yes. Of course, we're talking about aesthetics. The gacha games. games, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do want to go back to uh, PC building. Um, I don't think I've ever asked you this, and I don't know if many people know, but. Can you tell me about your very first PC build, when that was, and you know, kind of w- what that was like? Oh goodness! Um, do you mean like uh, a PC that I built from scratch myself, all components, or the first PCs that I started uh, messing with when I was younger? I guess, uh, I guess the thing that got you just interested into you know com- computers 
and mm. uh, and uh, the hardware itself. Okay, yeah. so that's we're talking about the '90s, then the mid '90s, and uh, it was a time where uh, it it was a grim time in many ways. <laughs> but for <laughs> PC, for PC gaming, it was a very very grim time. PCs were absurdly expensive, absurdly expensive. Laptops even worse. Oh and yeah. And of course, oh, gaming yeah. on a laptop. Yeah, you can forget about it. It's not going to happen unless mm-hmm. you're talking about uh, those uh, the high end, play- high, high end. No, even then, it, you could on a laptop. You could probably just play something like Broken Sword, like uh, point and click games or uh, adventure gotcha. games, uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But on um, well, in the mid '90s, I remember, uh, of course, that was a time where I did not own a PC, like '94, '95, and I really wanted a PC. But uh, there was not enough money to get a PC because it was really expensive. I think a, a very basic PC in the mid '90s would cost something like, like two thousand dollars was not unheard of, and that's not adjusted for inflation. So adjusted for inflation, it was probably more like thirty five hundred dollars for in, in today's money for a, a basic PC, desktop yeah. PC with monitor and stuff like that. And we're talking about a 14 inch or 15 inch monitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that weighs like 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. And I remember wanting a PC and getting, getting my first PC was a Celeron 266 megahertz. So Celeron was like the low cost version of the Pentium 2. So it's the a Pentium 2 with the less cache memory. So and it had 32 megabytes of RAM. I remember I wanted 32 uh, instead of 16 megabytes, not gigabytes. Yeah, megabytes. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. And it had um it was it had a 2D video card because in the past uh, until the the rise of the GPU, you used to have 2D cards and then you got a graphics accelerator card if you could buy it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I had a 2D card, was an S330 card, and then I got a 3D accelerator card, which was, an, uh, which was a Savage 4 32 megabyte AGP graphics card that was awesome to play Star Wars Pod Racer and uh, Unreal Tournament. So that was my very first PC. And it was on that PC that I started to, to learn to tweak, to, to, to upgrade, to to search the used market for parts. Mm-hmm. I remember going to buy a, a CD-ROM uh, drive, so that was big. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very, very different. But it, it was a, a learning experience that it definitely translates to what happens now. It, it was just harder and more expensive. And, uh, of course, the, the performance was not there for most people. Uh, but uh, I think a lot of people who, who who are in their 30s can remember this time, and, and of course 40s. And uh, it was it was uh, it was a lot of fun. There are some YouTubers who 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 showed that part of the of the PC world. There are some some retro gaming uh, PC retro gaming uh, YouTubers that are a lot of fun to to check. But it was a very different world and a world that really makes you appreciate what's happening today because it's so much easier today. It's so much cheaper. Yeah. And it's 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 uh, when when it's cheaper, it's it's so much better because so many people have access to it when they did not have before. It, PC gaming was definitely not accessible to people in the early 90s to mid 90s, unfortunately. 
And I think that kind of molded that generation to think that console was for gaming and PCs were just for work and for more industrial stuff and serious stuff. And I'm glad that nowadays there's a new generation that doesn't even remember this part and just sees PC as what it can be like, the, the future, everything. PC is everything. Exactly. No, exactly. And I'm so glad that mindset has changed. Um, and, you know, back then, you know, yeah, like you said, it wasn't unheard of because I remember growing up, um, a lot of my my friends and uh, even my family members, pretty much the old, we had one PC and that was the, I think, I think everyone had this type of PC in their home is like an IBM um you know, with a kind of like what you said, like a like a fifteen inch monitor, maybe, um, and that was kind of it. It was really just for like I remember my dad would go on there for work, um, pretty much, or my mom would do like some some work, uh, and that's pretty much it. I never kind of saw it as as gaming until I got my very first laptop uh, when I was younger, and then I saw you know kind of my friends get into like League of Legends or or Counter Strike. And that's where I was like, oh, okay, there's there's actually a, a different world on, on PC. Uh, and that's kind of where my love for PC started. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad that, that it's not like that anymore. And again, kind of like what I said before, it's just so much more accessible to everyone now. You know, you can even find laptops um, that are, you know, sub $400, which is what you would say is like the price of a console now that has kind of like what you said, those those AMD or Intel integrated graphics um, that can run a decent amount of games. Um, and yeah, just the adv- advancements in technology is uh, is just amazing. I definitely agree. Like, uh, as you mentioned, uh, consoles have uh, taken a, uh, the inverse path, I think. They, they began... Uh, trying to approximate uh, to PCs. And I think they they got a bit of, uh, I would say, the worst of both worlds with consoles nowadays because uh, consoles right now are like super limited PCs in a way. Like mm-hmm. There are some arguments that people used to use for, for console gaming a few years ago that don't, don't really exist anymore, like uh, massive updates. Now you can buy a console game and then you put your CD on, on your on your console, if you don't buy it digitally, of course, some people don't, uh, and you get a 80 gigabyte update. So welcome, <laughs> to, welcome to the bad part of PC gaming that you used to be playing a few years ago, about a few years ago now. So, something I think you, you can tell too is they're trying to be like a PC hybrid. So a lot mm-hmm. of consoles now, like, like let's say let's take PlayStation for example, they're adding like stream from your console support to Twitch. Um, they're adding things like mouse and keyboard support. They're adding VR support um, just to the console, and it's like okay, now it's becoming more like a PC. Very interesting, you know. Especially like when and they Xbox added like even it's... more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Xbox. Xbox even. has Phil uh, Phil Spencer. He he's the the head of Xbox, and I really admire Phil. He he has been doing amazing job at, at Xbox, and he has managed to, I think, uh, to appro- approximate the systems. Like there's a, a kind of communication between uh, the console side and the PC side, especially on Sony. Not so much. Sony is a different company, you know. But I think what Phil has has done with Xbox, I think, is really commendable. And even the the engagement with the the Xbox Game Pass now also on PC, there's like a 
I think we're we're progressing to a world where uh, maybe consoles and PCs aren't uh, as much two sides of a coin, but more like uh, different ways to to experience. Uh, well, of course, consoles will always be limited in that sense, but I think they're they're kind of beca- becoming PCs in, in a way. That's for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. I I agree. I agree. Um, and yeah, it's just, again a very interesting time for us to be alive to see the progression of console ver- you know quote unquote console versus PC, <laughs> uh, and and where that. Uh, where that argument is going to go in the future because as again technology rises and, and advances uh there's just no telling what you know the future holds for for uh for everyone so exactly and and of course this is kind of ironic coming from someone from PCMR but <laughs> fanboyism in a way is is kind of stupid let's let's put it this way mm-hmm. of course we to say that this is better and of course we know that at least we at PCMR, we defend that PC is usually the, the, the better tool for pretty much everything, including gaming. It's it's power at your hands. Mm-hmm. It's not limited like like consoles. But the thing is that uh, in nowadays nowadays world, we, we must realize that uh, um, stuff is kind of diluted in a way. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing. And of course, this is something that some people don't understand. That nothing stops you from being in PCMR and loving PCs and going, yeah, PCMR, uh, the highest frame rates, the lowest temperatures. And also enjoying, you might own a console. A lot of people own consoles in their PCMR. Nothing bad with that. If it makes, we're at the end of the day, we're all looking to have fun. We're all looking to see what makes sense for us and to, to, to find the best experiences for us and for our family. And there's a way, I think there's a way to, to engage with things that uh, is not a, an, an opposing force, you know, but it's like working together for, for fun and for, for a common goal of, of uh, spreading technology and spreading information. And I think everyone is, uh, is uh, n- no one is against that, you know? So e- even if you are not, too much on the PC camp, you're a bit on the console camp. I think uh, people have to learn to live with 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 each other, and I think we can definitely do that, especially in 2021 when the entire world is facing this uh, this struggle uh, together, right? So exactly, uh, we are all in this one together. So so much more important than other stuff. Oh yeah, uh, agree, totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, we are coming around to the to the end of this episode. Um, there's a couple of points I do want to hit on here with you, um, and that is, um, you know, PCMR has been around for a while. Uh, I'm pretty sure you, of all people, of course, have seen just the rapid growth, the change, the the uh, development it's been throughout the years. What does PCMR look like to you in the future? Is there? Do you think there's going to be a significant change, or is your goal for PCMR just to grow the amount of community members that it has and the love for PC that it has? It's so hard to to predict, especially after what happened this year. I don't think anyone <laughs> will will ever try to predict stuff again. <laughs> you know, like I remember yeah. one year ago. One year ago, I think we were thinking about events. We were thinking about. Uh, streaming where i think about uh, land parties stuff that doesn't really make sense for the time being or anytime soon i think pcmr is a community uh the goal is always the same of course 
spreading the love for PC, making sure that people have access to information and making sure that people have a place to spread their love and to, to find help to, to either enter this world or to, to navigate this world. Because of course, there are always, there are always setbacks that can, that can happen. You might need tech help, you might need support. And that's the main goal, and I think that will go on. And now for the future, I would love to see maybe, I would love to see maybe a way for all of us together in PCMR to 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 help each other. You know, like everyone right now is going through their their own struggles, but we are all uh, together in this. And I think if we can find a way to to, to, if we can find a common ground for all of us, uh, we can we can maybe get the community to to continue to help great projects. Like uh, recently, we, we've we've been working with Folding at Home, which is a, an awesome project that really encapsulates everything. I was saying like the fact that you have a large community of people who are home but want to help others. Of course, we have the the, the medical professionals working. Uh, working uh, firsthand with, with the situation, but uh, not all of us are medical professionals, but we can still support the, uh, good causes by, by using the power in RPCs to, to fold, to find cures for diseases, to, to help scientists, to, to create a better world for all of us. And I think this is the PCMR uh, for the future, a community of people who have an interest in common, but who have a big heart and want to, to do something for, for all of us. And uh, I think we can we can make that happen. I really I, I think so as well, and that's a, a really beautiful place to end it off there. Um, yeah, for everyone out there who's listening to this, we really hope that uh, you are doing well. Um, there is a community out there for you, and it's PCMR <laughs> if you're into <laughs> PC gaming, um, as well as the Oris gaming community. You know, we I think we're also doing the same. Uh, we just oh, yeah. love we're our. Yes, yes. Um, you know, we just love PC gaming. Um, and I think uh, the communities itself just have very uplifting people. Um, so, you know, definitely you want to check out uh, PCMR uh, on Facebook, I believe, right? You guys just opened up your Facebook, uh, Instagram. We, I think yeah, with, of course, our main home is always uh, Reddit, yes, but uh, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page, Facebook group. Uh, we have a Discord, a really nice Discord. Uh, and how do they for, join that? Is that a is there a place that they can? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you go to our website pcmasterrace.org, you have links to everything uh, up on the top bar. So that should be like the the main portal for everything pcmasterrace.org. Or if you go to the subreddit, the pcmasterrace subreddit, there are also links there. Cool. Well, there you're you. you're welcome. As long as you have a uh, a good heart and you love PCs or want to learn about PCs, uh, you are always welcome in the community. So there you guys have it. Um, join the PCMR community. Also, if you're also similarly interested in computer hardware and Gigabyte Oris products, feel free to join the Oris gaming community here on Facebook and Discord. We have episodes every Saturday. Um, and today's episode was brought to you by Oris Monitors. So um, if you don't, if you haven't already, definitely go check those out. We have, you know, ultra wide monitors. We have uh, two forty hertz monitors. Uh, definitely check it out. And yeah, Pedro, thank you so much for uh, being our very special guest for the new year of twenty twenty one. Cheers <laughs> to you know PCMR, to PC gaming, PC hardware, and more importantly, let's uh, hopefully look towards a better and brighter future. 
Oh, for sure. And I think the the Oris slogan really really makes sense right now. Like team up and and fight on. And this is a a, a fight that we're all uh, going to join together. And and we're all friends and we're all uh, fighting for 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 our, our future and, and for a better world. And I think we we can do it together, like you said. Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much, Pedro. I really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone out there who is uh, tuning in every Saturday uh, at 8 p.m. to listen to this podcast. Uh, I really did enjoy this one, so I'm hoping you guys enjoyed this one as well. Uh, feel free to listen to our other episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Pedro, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining, and I really hope to see you sometime in the future. <laughs> I hope so too in person or until then uh, digitally as digitally. well thank you so much it's awesome to you guys are awesome you guys have been supporting the, the PCMR community and engaging with the PCMR community for, for a long long time so I have a lot of respect for for Auras and for the, the great people that, that work with you guys thank you very much and thank you so much to everyone and we will see you guys next week bye bye bye